0: Romumu.org For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Morning, everybody. Shabbat shalom. Last night was a very beautiful night. How many of you were here last night? If you weren't here, you missed it. It was amazing. It was really, really important. Last night was a, a, a historic moment in the shul and I think in, in, as far as I'm concerned, in synagogue life in general. To have an entire weekend, especially last night's service dedicated to uplifting children and recognizing and naming that, that we in the Jewish community have not done enough and we continue not to do enough to combat child maltreatment in synagogues and institutions that are, that put a Jewish moniker are called Jewish this or Jewish that, the most fundamental responsibility that we have is to protect our children and to make sure that when they enter into our sanctuaries and into our institutions, that people are prepared to watch over them. That's the bare minimum promise that we make in the Jewish world. And until my dear friend Shira Berkovitz, who started Sacred Spaces, until Shira came along, there was no organization that was dedicated to creating a training program to equip Jewish institutions to both recognize when child maltreatment has taken place, which is the first step, to remedy it, which is the second step, and also as an institution to take the appropriate actions necessary to both safeguard the entire institution as well as the children who have been affected. My own children go to a school here in New York where an incidence of of abuse had taken place, one incident once. And immediately because this institution was connected with the work of Dr. Sheer Berkovitz and Sacred Spaces, they were able to contain and also provide the exact right steps that needed to happen in order to keep parents informed, to make sure that everything was, was taken care of. It's remarkable that we spoke about it last night, but we will speak about it every year. And we'll keep speaking about it from this pulpit as long as, God willing, I'm here. Because it's absolutely essential that we recognize that the children in our midst are, it's not trite, it's absolutely true, are our future. And as we protect them, we create a world that is safer for all. So this morning, in the theme of Shabbat of the Child, I want to speak about the Mishkan as I did last night, but in a slightly different way. I spoke about the Mishkan last night, the tabernacle and the divine command, V'yasu mikdash, make for me a mikdash, a holy sacred space, V'sha'chanti that I might dwell within you. I want to talk a little bit about the function of the Mishkan, the tabernacle's function, why it was given, and how it might inform all of us as we become advocates and allies for the children in our midst it's very clear from the Torah that when this week's Parsha begins, Daber Ben Israel speak to the children of Israel, V'ichu'ylecha, I'm sorry, Daber B'nei Yisrael, Truma. When God speaks to Moses and says, tell the children of Israel that I want you to give a romemu, a gift, a Truma, which is, right, Truma was the thing that was lifted up, the word Truma, litromem to go up. It was a, a tax. A gift. This is the first right uh, capital campaign. Right here. Speak to the children of Israel and tell them to give me a capital gift. But the language of it is strange. V'ikhu. Take li for me. It should have just said, v'ikhu truma, Take a chuma. But the word li, which points back to the one who's asking, bring it for me or to me, boggles the rabbi's minds. They're really troubled by that. Why would God need a gift? Right? So Rashi, of course, in this in his own inimitable way wants to make sure it's understandable. He says, I don't mean literally to me. I mean like, like for me, for my cause, right? For what for what it is that I am in the world. The word Li means Bishvili. Not for me, but for the sanctuary for the Mish the Mikdash, the Mishkan. But the Midrash, the earlier sources bring a much more complicated and beautiful reading of what it means when God says, take it for me. The Midrash, in Midrash Rabbah, Shemot Rabbah says, 33B, what does this mean? It means, as it were, that God said, take me as your offering. Take me as your offering. That God says to Moshe. Kadosh Even when they are rebellious, even when they are acting inappropriately and unskillfully, let them know that I will be with them. Says there are people in the world, says the Midrash, that complain that as soon as we we screw up, as soon as we make mistakes, as soon as we fall from a certain level of behavioral conduct, it is as it were, I am no longer with them. Tell them, Moshe, in my name, God says, even when they are lost, even when they are wayward, I will not leave them, but I will stay with them. Such a powerful midrash that the first thing that we know about the Mishkan in the Tabernacle was, it was God's way of saying, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be with you through the dark nights and the, the good mornings. I will be with you no matter how long it takes for us to reach the promised land. The Midrash reads the Mishkan as God's way of saying, till death do us part. Take me as you Truma." in the reading of the rabbis, is God's solemn oath. That even when we are not where we should be or could be, even when we are feeling that we deserve to be abandoned, as it were, God says, no, I see you in your highest place. And the first thing that I'd like to introduce this morning about Shabbat of the Child is that we have a promise to make to the children in our communities and in our world That no matter how bad it feels or bad it seems, no matter how dark the night is or how lonely they feel, we remember and we promise that we'll keep working until there is a day where all children are safe. The Mishkan is our promise to them as advocates and as allies to say, even when it's not working, even when, if you think that you deserved it, God forbid, or that anyone deserves that we will be steadfastly reassuring them. We will be the Mishkan. We will be the ones. There's a song I remember uh, hearing back in 1992. I heard it once, but it stuck with me long still. I went back to look it up last night. It was part of a. Uh, John Bradshaw was the great father of, of uh, many. Elements of what is now called the New Age or, uh, let's say, the 12-step world or all kinds of things having to do with recovery. And, and he had a PBS show that I watched called Homecoming. And in that Homecoming, he, had a, he played a song by someone named Richard Wagner. His name was Dick Wagner. He was a jazz musician, and he's just an interesting guy. His name was Wagner, right? So the song is, is uh, called Remember the Child. You can go look it up at home. And I won't do it justice, but if you get home tonight uh, after Shabbat, look it up. Richard Wagner, Richard Wagner, Dick Wagner, Remember the Child. And it begins like this, very gently on the piano. Baby, um, see me crying. Mama, make me smile. Hold me in your arms a little while. ABC see me crying. Won't you love your child? It goes on from there. EFG, I'm sorry. Daddy, don't be sad. Tell me what I've done so bad. Afsorim. In a world where children are not always our first priority, let's be honest, it's important for us as advocates and as allies, and people have shown up today and in this afternoon and last night, and throughout the weekend on Sunday too, to remember that first and foremost, the Mishkan as a representation of God's presence is not something that is contingent. It isn't something that rises and falls with the seasons. We are pledging with the Mishkan that we will be with these children in good times and bad in difficult moments and in easy ones. And that's the first thing they need. We're not going anywhere on this issue, on this cause because we're here for you. That's step number one. Step number two. Many of the commentators in our tradition say that the Mishkan, even though it comes now in the Torah, is really out of place. People have heard this before? Never heard this before? Anybody? Nods. If you've been in Rome for even five minutes, you've heard me speak about it. But I know <laughs> that I talk all the time, so of course. Every year I tell you this. So listen up. I'm going to test you again next year. Just kidding. Here it is. There's a really wild idea that the Torah is not a chronologically written book. It appears early in our sources, and it's a very wildly fantastic, interesting idea. It kind of is in the school of thought maybe that the Torah is more like a dream than like a book. Because dreams are also out of sequence, and things come from everywhere. So within this philosophy, this ideology, this theory called Ein Mukdam Ume Uchar there isn't an earlier or later in Torah, appears to follow a sequence. By the way, it's very hard to imagine how they would explain so much of Torah, but they don't mean that it's all out of sequence. It says that sometimes things are out of sequence, right? So the Mishkan is the most important example of this theory. It's a theory in the Midrash Tanchuma and also Rashi and other schools of thought. So here's how it goes. They count up all the days... Because there are dates in the Torah, right? And according to them, this Mishkan business can't, it could not have happened according to the calendar and according to the dates that are given for various other events when it takes place. It has to take place after something else. Do you know what that something else is? That's later on? The golden calf. In this theory, the Mishkan is out of place. It's too out early. Oh, you arrived early. It's too early. It should really be a response to the cataclysmic trauma of the golden calf. And in that theory, the Mishkan then is a response to the golden calf. Does everybody follow me so far? So listen to this Midrash, and then we're gonna that's it and we're gonna call for an aliyah. With me? You guys still with me? Okay, good. Shmod Rabbah, the same Midrash Rabbah, Davara when God says, take me, or take me, or take me, make a sanctuary, the Midrash reads the verse in Song of Songs, I was sleeping, but my heart was still awake. Amra K'neze, Yisrael, Ani yeshanti li Minakates Ela HaKadosh Baruch Hu, air. Ani yeshina m'ne mitzlot, Avotayo avotai ometetli. Ani yeshina m'ma'aseha egel, libi air. HaKadosh Baruch martik alay. This is amazing. We fell asleep, says the Midrash. We keep falling asleep, but different groups are awake. We're also sometimes awake even when we're sleeping. We fell asleep, says the Midrash, because we gave up hope, but God was awake. We gave up hope in our own merit, but the merit of our ancestors was also awake. And then the final moment. We fell asleep when we fell at the golden calf. When that event took place, we fell asleep. But God was awake, and God said, God was martik alay. It's a wild phrase, martik. in any Hebrew speakers, what does martik mean? Nobody knows, right? Mazamnon. Like, preparation, God was, it's a very odd word. We have it like with swords, martik et chirbon. Like, God was like, God was watching over, we were in God's mind. We were kind of, God was watching over, holding us in God's mind and heart. like enclosed, protecting us. And in this, God says, here you go. Here is the Mishkan. Here's the tabernacle. I will make an opening for you. I will give you something to do. The second piece of Shabbat of the Child Kavana for this Torah service is not just that the Mishkan comes to remind us of our steadfastness for children, but it recognizes that when trauma happens like the golden calf, we are to be awake the way God is to try to help those who may have been traumatized. One of the most powerful statistics is that, you know what? 60% of people that have seen abuse will not report it. I read a long piece by a survivor yesterday. It was a very long piece. And he essentially said, What hurt him the most, maybe even more than the abuse, was that his teachers and rabbis didn't notice what had happened to him, that he spent decades in systems with people who cared about him, and all of the signs were there, and nobody said a word. I want to imagine God in this moment looking at the Jewish people and seeing their trauma and saying, I see, and I'll help. Here's the Mishkan. I see and I will help. I noticed that your grades have slipped. I noticed that what used to be a very exuberant smile on your face is lost. I've noticed your body language. I've noticed so many things. He said, the survivor said in his account, that it wasn't until a counselor in a camp noticed the difference in his demeanor and came and had a conversation with him that he realized it was possible to speak about it. And it was only because of the power of that counselor. So I want to call this morning for the first Aliyah, Shabbat of the Child, the first ever Shabbat of the Child, these two moments as something that we might commit to. The first one, of course, is the promise that we are going to see this thing out. We really are not going to get scared, and walk away from this vitally important moment. We're going to see it through. We're going to promise steadfastness, one. Two, that we are aware that healing comes when we see something and we say something. But we have to commit to training our eyes to notice these things. We as a community have already committed to that. We're in part of the first 25 communities around this country that are training in the Alenu campaign so that we might be able to notice to take our eyes and try to see what signs we might see if you are someone this morning for whom these two things are things that you can say, you know what I want to learn more about what this looks like and I'm also here in this community to support advocacy and allyship not allowing this issue to be tucked under the rug as it were then this Aliyah is for you this morning And I invite you to open up and to please rise. We're inviting all this morning, those who are hearing the words of the Midrash to be nartik, to have protective eyes and noticing eyes for the sake of our children and for the sake of this community and others to which we belong. For the first aliyah baruch, shenatan torah, leh mo'iswa,